welcome to episode 40 of He Book, She Book. I'm Mike. And I'm Becca. And we have some wrestling news to discuss before we get into all of the fun things that happened this week on Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, and Rampage. To start, we had more WWE releases. Yeah, on the same day that WWE does their quarterly earnings report. Mm Mm-hmm. We get a ton of more talent releases. Budget cuts. Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and weirdly enough, the one of the women that was on the call for WWE, one of like their like office people, also got released like the next day, which was even like weirder to me. But yeah, we're at it's another round of budget cuts that takes away to me the biggest names that got released were Keith Lee. Which is insane. Insane. Carrying Cross and Scarlet, whatever. It just wasn't Listen, working. Something nobody wasn't knew clicking. where Scarlet was. They had yeah, a release. Nobody knew her. where Scarlet was. And Carrying Cross just it wasn't working. No. They just they completely botched that. Mia Yim also goes. Ember Moon goes. Nia Jax was a really weird one. Yeah, that was very strange that she left. We have Eva Marie, B Fab, even though she just got brought up with Hit Row. Very strange. And got taken out of the entrance theme Already, for Hit Row. Literally the next day when Hit Row's music played, the, she wasn't in it anymore. Like, that shit, that turnaround was quick. Harry Smith, who didn't even debut after he got re-signed. I think I said Frankie Monet. She's already tweeting back as Taya Valkyrie. You'll be fine. Lindsay Dorado, Grand Metalik, and some other NXT people. Oni Lorcan was there for a while. But, yeah, a lot of just... If you're Triple H, right, Mm -hmm. and for a second there, you had the hottest going program in wrestling with NXT, and it has been just completely wiped out of talent. The guys that were champions that got brought up are gone. It's crazy to me. And NXT 2.0 is just not good. No. We're not even going to talk about it today because I don't, there's nothing on that show right now that I honestly care about. No, and that's crazy. We loved NXT, and it's not that great right now. And somebody like Karrion Cross, who we said when he got brought up to the main roster, the gimmick that they gave him was just not great. They nope. should have brought Scarlet with him. Maybe it would have worked better. He was a, he was over in NXT. But then it's not like they could have done what they did with Ember Moon and drop him back down to NXT because his now gimmick didn't match NXT 2.0. No, it, it was just it was all just a absolute disaster how it went. And like you look at uh, that, I think it was the Fatal Five Way mm-hmm. a few months ago, where Karrion Cross was your NXT champion with Adam Cole in the match. You had Kyle O'Reilly and Pete Dunne, and I think uh, was Finn Balor the fifth one in that. Either way, there's rumors that Kyle O'Reilly will probably be leaving by the end of the year. Yeah, Adam Cole is already gone. And Karrion Cross, who was the champion of that match, you've already released. And it's just, it's crazy to me. We, we kind of, like, I don't think at any point we truly cared about Karrion Cross. To where, like, oh, this guy's going to be great on the main roster. Like, there was something there that, like, they could probably have figured out had they tried a little bit. It's crazy that they that they released him. Like, I was not a big fan of Karrion Cross, but I fully believed that WWE was a big fan of Karrion yes. Cross. The way that they were pushing him and the way that they pushed him in NXT and then the way they brought him up to the main roster, the way they were pushing him a little bit there too. Like, it seemed like they wanted big things for Karrion Cross, And to see him on this release list next to Keith Lee. Keith Lee's the biggest one to me. What the hell? Just like, because of, like, he was the 
NXT and North American champion mm -hmm. within the last 365 days. Yeah, he just came back. He had that awesome spot with Brock Lesnar in the Rumble, I think it was last year, where Brock acknowledged like this big guy is coming out. And he had awesome and oh awesome Oh my God, Brock Lesnar called him a big boy. Yes. <laughs> yes. And when, I mean, NXT was at Survivor Series with SmackDown and Raw mm -hmm. like two years ago and won pretty much everything. Yeah. And now all those people, except for like Shayna Baszler basically, yeah. are pretty much out the door. And Keith Lee being one of them just makes no sense at all to me. There's a few people on this list where I'm just kind of like, what? Like, Mia Yim, we didn't even see. No. She got brought up to the SmackDown main roster, and we would joke all the time, like, is she on the roster? Because we never see her. Well, she was with Retribution. She was yes. Reckoning. And then mm -hmm. they kind of, she got taken out of that for whatever reason, and then she just never Yeah, we just we didn't see her, her for a while. And then Ember Moon, who I know you don't like, but I'm a big fan of, yeah. she was on NXT. She moved up to the main roster. She got put back on NXT, and she's been losing ever since. And now she's gone again. I think we, I know that we have talked about it. I don't know if we talked about it on a podcast, but I always thought Ember was in that really bad spot of she got, she was really hot in NXT her first run. Yeah. Had that awesome feud with Asuka, gets brought up, doesn't really get pushed much, mm -hmm. gets her, ends up back in NXT, and it was always just, and she didn't really do much in her second run in NXT. No, she just lost for the most part. She would just lose, and then she'd go backstage and be like, man, this is this is tough, something's got to change, and then she would lose again. Mm -hmm. So it was always just a matter of, like, I don't think, it, it was just, I think that, that was one of those releases that I wasn't as surprised with because they... I, I don't want to say they tried with her. Yeah. Because it makes it seem like she messed up somewhere along the way. But, like, they never made us care about Ember Moon. Yeah, and that that's a shame. And But I was kind of shocked to see her on this list. Like, it, it was and wasn't shocking. Even Marie being on this list is shocking because why did we waste our time bringing her back? Well. No. No. <laughs> no. If I may, <laughs> um, we don't get Dewdrop without Eva Marie, so you're welcome. Yeah, maybe we would have gotten Piper Nivens. Maybe we wouldn't have. I don't know. What we do know is that Eve Marie brought Dewdrop up, and I mean she's still around. I like Dewdrop. Eve Marie yeah. was a, she was a weird signing to, to yes. begin with. She's not a surprising release because she's like doing movies and stuff. She always seems to be doing other things, and wrestling is not something. Well, I she think has that she so cares many about. things going on. Yes. So it was weird that they even re-signed her to begin with, and then they release her the next round of budget cuts. Be fab, man. That is. I mean, she came up. We were very excited that they brought Hit Row up. We yeah. have talked about the, the rumors that we've heard for everybody else in Hit Row except for B-Fab. And yes. then B-Fab gets released. And that's sad. I liked her. She seemed fun. It, I liked it, her a lot. I liked Hit I, Row I liked her as a whole. Exactly. And so like that's sad to see it go. Frankie Monet, I feel like we saw wrestle three times. I think she only did wrestle three times. I think it was just, that was a weird signing to begin with, but yeah. I think it was also at the time where they were kind of just trying to sign people so that AEW wouldn't, mm -hmm. and I think that, like, Keith Lee falls in that, Karrion Cross falls in that, Frankie Monet is another one, I just, they didn't do anything with her. Yeah. I think they just signed her for the sake of signing her, and she'll be better off, and, I mean, she has made a huge name for herself on the independent scene before Yeah, because you knew WWE. who she was yes. coming into WWE, and I had no and idea. And she will go back to that, and she will mm -hmm. be fine. Yeah, she's already saying she's going back to that, so that's great. And then Nia Jax, man, she's the only other name on this list that really, to me, was just like... It's surprising. Like, how is Nia... 
we've said this before. With we like, are not big fans of Naya. No, but I am honestly shocked by this release. Yeah. I did not see this one coming at all. She well, was, if you're friends with Alexa in real all life... All of her friends are gone. <laughs> if you're friends with Alexa Bliss in real life, you basically have to wonder, are you next? Yeah, is Alexa next? No. No. Like, well, you know what? Who knows at Who this point? knows? They've who released knows? so many big names that like we do not know what is next or... I had no idea these releases were even coming. Like, sometimes there's rumors of, like, a couple of days leading up to it saying, like, oh, there's going to be releases, there might be releases or something. There was nothing with this. This was so out of the blue for me, and it was crazy. It was crazy to see Keith Lee's name on that, and I I can't, I still can't fathom that. Yeah, I, th- I think the Nia one... Is just is strange. She had uh, she put out a statement saying that like she had asked for like just like kind of like a mental break, mm-hmm. and she gets it, and then she asked for like it to be extended. It was just for somebody to be around that long, and to just be kind of cut out of the blue, and it's just you have to think of if you're in that locker room, if you're one of those uh, superstars, like you had Bray Wyatt get released and he was one of like the top merchandise sellers in the company. Braun Strowman. You had Braun Strowman get what? released who won at WrestleMania. He yes. beat Goldberg clean at WrestleMania a year prior. They let Adam Cole slip they let, through the cracks. They let Adam Cole just leave. <laughs> just leave. For nothing. And like, I mean, look at how many NXT champions are just gone now. Mm-hmm. And I think it is just going to be we're going to sign people that have no wrestling experience. And make them our own wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And if you have experience... And give them shit names like not Baby Uso. Yeah. <laughs> but it, I don't know. If if you're in that locker room, like your morale just has to be so low because there's... I feel like everyone's kind of available to be released. Yeah, it's everybody's replaceable at this point. And like you, these people, you travel with these people and you see these people more than you see anybody else. So not only is it hard to just see these people get released... You're, you could be next. Yeah. I mean, Cora Jade, who has gotten a lot of TV time since NXT 2.0 started, um, she had screen time with her real-life boyfriend, Trey Baxter, mm-hmm. and he got released. Yeah. Like, it was just so random. Like, he was on the show every single week, and then all of a sudden, he's just one of the people that gets released. It It's it's very bizarre. I don't understand half of it, but you look at their roster, they still have so many people on their yeah. roster. We could have assumed that crazy releases were going to eventually happen because a few years ago they did all of these crazy signs. They just yes, started signing every single person that was a wrestler for the most part. And like we knew that eventually a lot of these people would have to be released, but and the way will, they're doing it is... This will have to happen in AEW at some point. Yeah, I agree with that. Because the amount of people AEW has signed and mm-hmm. to my knowledge have released pretty much none of those people. Yeah. Eventually you're going to have that. And it's fine because it makes the independent scene more fun like yes. Matt Cardona has made a huge name for himself outside of WWE since mm-hmm. they cut Zack Ryder and I mean John Moxley who we're going to talk about in a second he left yeah he was over it and his book came out lit, uh this past week it's not very nice to WWE <laughs> uh, in parts <laughs> but we knew that well, going he's in. a very honest person so if they did him dirty he's not going to say otherwise and it was also announced by Tony Khan on Twitter via John Moxley mm-hmm. that John Moxley is going to be taking some time off. Yeah, he's going to be going to I believe inpatient rehab um, to I guess get sober, and it was a very surprising 
announcement at the time, and it's just it's it's never something that you could expect, obviously. But it was a late night thing that Tony Khan just tweeted out, and then all of a sudden, I mean, it it matters so much less in the grand scheme of things. But your AEW Eliminator tournament is now thrown into flux. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Of course not. You know. Um, but yeah, he's John Moxley is out of the Eliminator tournament. We don't know what his future is right now. Other yeah. than obviously get clean and get happy and get better. Yeah, that's the only thing that we can hope for him is that he, while in this impatient program, he gets to where he needs to be because he's not right now. So he's taking his sobriety seriously and he's going to get help. And that's great. I mean, I'm going to miss him. We do not know how long he's going to be gone, but that's okay. And you know what? He's going to get a huge pop whenever it is that he comes I back. I will 100% cry happy tears when he comes back. The only good thing that comes out of people going away is that we miss them, mm-hmm. and then we pop when they're back. Yeah. And I can't wait for when he is back. And, I mean, we have a lot to talk about wrestling-wise as well on the show. We'll get to AEW Full Gear and everything on that action-packed card, but we do have to talk about Raw first, which was not as action-packed of a card. Raw's just not great. It's no. a, It's a shame. It really is. Like, you have the opportunity to make something beautiful out of three hours worth of wrestling, and instead it's just so... Some parts are all right, and some parts are some just parts not... Some parts are uh, Reggie, just running around, <laughs> yes. still as 24-7 champion. But, I mean, we got my girl Becky Lynch out here. Her and Bianca Belair have another match for the Raw Women's Championship. Well, I mean, it's their first match for the Raw Women's Championship, but it's another match between the two of them because they were both brought from SmackDown to Raw. This feud... Season premiere. It's so crazy. (laughs) So Becky Lynch ends up retaining, but Bianca Belair is just one of the strongest people probably on the roster. Not just one of the strongest women on the roster, one of the strongest people on that roster. She's incredible. But I... Can this feud be over now? I think it is. I think... It will do Bianca a world of good to get out of this program. Yes. Because she lost to Becky Lynch at SummerSlam in seven seconds and has not looked... I mean, she's had great matches, but she just she keeps taking these losses. Yeah, and that's not good for her. No. She had she has had an amazing calendar year. Mm-hmm. Okay? She won the Royal Rumble. She main events WrestleMania, gets her win at WrestleMania, carries the championship, gets a match against the returning Becky Lynch at SummerSlam. Yeah. And, yes, she's in this program where she just keeps taking losses, but she is still one of the biggest stars and potential stars still in this company, and she needs to get away from Becky. Yeah. Luckily, later on that night, Becky Lynch dresses Elton John, (laughs) is backstage (laughs) talking about how... She really did look like Elton John. Absolutely... (laughs) Just 100% Elton John cosplay. This wasn't a <laughs> Halloween episode, but it could have been. And she's backstage talking about how the fans just don't appreciate her enough. She comes back after having a child, and she is getting wins, but half the crowd is still booing her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't appreciate it. But she is. She's. it's time for Bianca to get to the back of the line. Yeah. Which I agree with. She needs honestly. to get back to the back of the line and make way for someone new to come up. And someone new comes up. And it's Liv Morgan, mm-hmm. which I would have been way more excited about two months ago had Liv Morgan not continuously lost to Carmella in, like, three-minute matches. Yeah. I love Liv Morgan. Big fan. 
think there's something there with her. She's still very young. And I just don't get why we haven't had her... Like we, She wasn't given this opportunity sooner. Instead, she gets all these losses to Carmella. She well, loses in the first round of the ago. Queen's Crown Tournament. And now she's getting the opportunity, but like... We just watched her lose for three months straight. Yeah, we said this like when she went away and then she came back and we were like, yeah, this is Liv's time. And we were all excited and then like it wasn't Liv's time. And now maybe they're going to have her. It's not Liv's time. It's not like she's going to take the title off of Becky. No. And it's a fine like placeholder kind of match. Like Liv Morgan. It's nice to get her finally in a title match. I just hope that it's not going to be a three minute long match. Like... Becky does have this tendency to beat people quickly. That's, like, one of the things that she does. Like, Mm -hmm. she beat Bianca in 26 seconds. She beats other people quickly. Liv has a tendency to lose quickly. So, like, I could see them, even though this is a championship match, I could see them making this a shorter match, and I hate that. Well, what I think is a good sign for Liv Morgan is that, I forget who told the story, I think it was Liv, said that when Becky left last year, after she announced that she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. She told Liv Morgan that when she comes back, she wants to face Liv. Yeah. And that, like, like Liv will be champion Liv by the time will she be gets the back. champion. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't, mm-hmm. nor was she given the opportunity to. Yeah. And now she gets that opportunity, so I'm thinking that Becky probably has something to do with Liv getting this shot. That's at nice. At the title, which is nice. Yeah. Make new stars. Yeah. Like, leave the place better than it was when you got here. Mm-hmm. And I think Becky wants to do that, and she's becoming more and more known as like the locker room leader for the women especially that whole charlotte flair blow up yeah released a lot of that kind of backstage news but it's upsetting that why is Liv the number one contender because she walked up to becky they didn't even say anything she said nothing neither of them said anything and then becky just walked away it was just like, it's time for a new face. And then Liv's here and yeah. then Liv doesn't say anything neither does becky becky shrugs and walks away why is, like, as ridiculous as it is, Carmella has a better, <laughs> like... Do not bring Carmella into this. We do just, not need to see that. Just logically, there's no reason why Liv Morgan should be up next. Ugh, I just don't want Carmella to be up next either, though. No, well, Carmella and Zelina had a tag match with Rhea and Nikki Cross. It wasn't great. I don't get why Rhea is stuck in this women's tag team hell that she's in. Oh, I like her and Nikki together. No, I, I like Nikki Cross. I like Maybe Rhea I just Ripley. like it because they're both, I like both of them and they're both getting airtime. But like, I don't know, man. I feel like they're just. Because it's not great. Like, it's not great airtime, but they're getting airtime. So like, maybe that's what I like about it. It's time for Rhea to turn on Nikki in a very big way. And Rhea needs to get out of this quickly because her like her star is just diminishing every single week like she was right up there with bianca belair as like the two people that like they're going to take their respective brands to the next level and now bianca and Rhea are on the same brand and you see how much lower on the card Rhea is and the only reason for that is because she hasn't been given anything other than this weird tag team i mean that would be great selena won that match so like that could be an easy flip there like Nikki's the reason that they lost. Yes. So, you know, she could easily flip on her, especially if they lose the the belts. Yeah, they need to drop those quick because I just, I feel bad because Rhea 
I mean, in that match, like, Rhea did, like, a drop kick to Carmella, and it just looked so terrible, but it wasn't on Rhea. And some of it, it's just, Rhea's better than this. <laughs> Straight up, Rhea is in a bad spot, and she deserves better than this. Well, you know who thinks that he always deserves better than everything that's given to him? Seth freaking Rollins. He does. This man is outrageous. When he comes out, he's saying that it feels so good to be back on Raw and he's ready to be back to Monday Night Rollins, which, same. I like that. Uh, it does suck that Big E is the champion on Raw, but a Raw, or I'm sorry, a Big E Seth feud is a feud I'm here for. So, like, I don't care that they'll, that Seth's the next one up. I just don't want him to take it away from Big E yet. I can see it going a lot of different ways here. Yeah. And the whole point of this segment was Biggie comes out, Seth tells Biggie that Biggie's just not on his level. Which, okay. Yeah. Sure. What a, says, that's what a heel he would says, say. It makes I can sense. beat you, and then you can go back to having fun with your friends. He straight up, like, bashed King Woods and Kofi Kingston. Yeah, and Biggie wasn't having it, tries -uh. to defend his boys. He said, respect the king. I thought he was going to fight him right there. And then, like, Kevin Owens ends up coming out. Mm-hmm. And he talks about how he's always going to get back up and he's always going to keep on fighting regardless if it's three months or three years from now which led me to looking something up and i mean we've knew we've known this kevin owens contract uh allegedly expires about three months from now yeah january 31st 2020 and, according to uh the good old internet and kevin uh he has it he makes it kind of it was, it's a nice little easter egg Mm -hmm. to throw in there and biggie agrees with kevin that you know he's got a point and that they haven't gone one-on-one -on -one before and it's gonna happen tonight yeah so we get biggie versus kevin owens and mm -hmm. it later turns into seth rollins trying to negotiate basically a hit uh on biggie for kevin owens like seth rollins wants to help kevin owens beat biggie and if he does and seth rollins beats Big E with kevin owens help at Survivor Series, then Seth Rollins will give Kevin Owens a championship match. A whole, I'll scratch your back, you it, scratch mine. This is a straight-up scandal. It is. It's a, it's an absolute ruse that they're trying to pull on Big E here. And later on in the night, we have our match, and Seth Rollins does try to help Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Owens does kind of take advantage of that help. Yeah. And eventually Big E gets the win anyway, And but Big E is pissed. Hell yeah, he's pissed. Because he thought Kevin Owens was honest, you know? He, he's, yeah, that's he's, why he gave him the match. And he's mad that Seth Rollins cheated, or tried to cheat, and Kevin Owens took advantage of him. Kevin Owens apologizes profusely, and Big E just attacks him, gives him a big ending. Oh, that's how we so end. good. It was, so good. It was just weird. Like, who am I supposed to feel bad for here? I know, you and kept no saying one, that. And like, like, who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy in this situation? That was something that I didn't even think about at all. I was just like, damn, I love this. Because everybody's just kind of like misunderstood in a sense, except for Seth Rollins, who's just being a little pissant, stirring the pot. And that's what Seth Rollins is good for. Yes. Plays a tremendous just pissant heel. <laughs> yes. And it was just weird to me because I felt bad for Kevin Owens. And I shouldn't. Because yeah, because it, it was like, we know, should we have, or should do we not feel bad for him? Kevin Owens has a history yeah, of not quite being the most truthful, uh, yeah. upstanding fellow. And I would much prefer he be back to a heel. Here's my thing. Because this whole, like, fight Owens fight, 
Like I'm a good yeah. I guy. never say down. Yeah, like it's a just it's like he's trying to do a John Cena cosplay. I do it, like that. To me. Kevin was like, I don't want Seth's help. I don't need Seth's help. But whatever. But I'll take it. But I'll take it if it's offered. So you know, I like Kevin Owens a lot. I could watch that man wrestle all day long. I've said it a million times. I mean, I love watching him and Sami Zayn wrestle, but I could watch him wrestle almost anybody all the time. I love it. It's so good. I think this is gonna go. I mean, a few different ways. We have, we have options. The, the When Seth Rollins gets his title shot, and I don't know if it's at Survivor Series, because just looking at Survivor Series card, they announced the, the um We the just teams. have the teams. We don't have anything else for Survivor Series yet. But so because we have the teams already, mm-hmm. my thought before they announced the teams was they announced on Twitter. Yes, Just like so during weird. the day, right? And we'll get to those in a second. But I thought we were going to get like a Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Big E... WWE Championship match. Yeah. And that's a good way to get the title on to Seth because Kevin Owens can take the fall. Yeah. Big E doesn't look bad. But Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens are going to be on the Raw team. So it kind of throws that out. And it also, I guess, I mean, I should have known this, but I guess we're going to do Big E and Roman. I guess we're doing champion versus champion. Yeah, that would champion. make sense. It's Survivor Series. We're so doing champion when, versus champion. But my thing is, when is Seth Rollins' title shot? Does he? Is it just going to be on Raw? Is he going to steal the title on Raw and then we get Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns at I, Survivor Series? Knowing Raw writers, that's probably what's going to happen. Like this, the Raw before Survivor Series, there's going to be a title exchange. Ugh. I know. Wouldn't I literally. That that's literally what's going to happen. They just aren't that great at, you know, necessarily giving us what we want. They give us weird things and then. Well, they're giving me what I want with Austin Theory. I know. He's and Austin so Theory continues to win. He's dominant. He's now 4-0 against Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy again. <laughs> Dominic Mysterio and now Rey Mysterio. He's killing families after leaving his own in NXT. And he just, he's so funny to me, man. And he's so, he's like weirdly big. Yeah, he's very huge. athletic. And he, like just jacked as hell. They're just, I don't know, man. He's, there's something about him, and we watched him. We looked up his record because you had mentioned like you thought he was undefeated, and he mm-hmm. is. He is. 4-0 since debuting uh, on Raw. And he lost every single dark match while he was we like... We watched him we lose We watched him one. lose to Shane Thorne. Yes. Who, where is yeah, Shane Thorne? Yeah, where's he at? Did he get released? <laughs> who got like a Crocodile Dundee gimmick. That was so weird. That he beat Austin Theory with in the uh, dark match of a SmackDown we went to. <laughs> and for some reason, Philly cheered that. I didn't understand that, but no. whatever, it's fine. Yeah, Austin Theory continues to get his wins. Um, we had... We're going to get the Dirty Dogs versus uh, Team RK-Bro. That's fine. That seems to be a thing. Omos is Do you think is that's going to be at Survivor Series? I don't know what Survivor Series is going to be because that's a good all point. we've really figured out is, I guess we're getting champions versus champions. Mm-hmm. And then the fine. teams that are normal. And then the teams. So mm-hmm. we don't know what the other matches will be. Uh, but we're going to get the Dirty Dogs are next in line mm-hmm. for uh, RK Bro. And Omos is just running rampant. <laughs> I don't know where AJ like, is. Why does, to get control that's of his something giant. that like just makes me giggle. Like, where is AJ Styles, for one? And two, why is Omos the person that's just like interrupting everybody? Like, what, do they He's want, doing whatever he wants. Do they want the titles again? Or is like Omos just like, kind of running amok? And at that point, who's going to stop it? I'm ready for Omos, man. I, I like know. His whole, I like his look. He's huge. His theme music just i love it i love the whole package i wish he would lose like the jacket and the cold chain a little bit 
It's a little like I don't know. He's in like the world's largest peacoat. But when he, he still kind of has that bodyguard vibe to him. So like that's fine. Like once he loses that, he's his own person. He'll lose that when he becomes his own person. Well, he is his he is his own person because he has his own entrance. Oh, that's a good point. Like, he has his own thing, and, and AJ's you know what? They never technically filled out their paperwork. Yeah, they weren't technically even ever a tag team. <laughs> and then yeah, we had Finn versus Chad Gable, which was a bomb mass match that I wish we would have seen more. And both both of these guys are great. They're just like kind of like I love Chad Gable, man. Yeah, I love Finn Balor. He's so good. And he like him and Otis are backstage. They're talking to Biggie. Chad Gable says that he thinks he could have made Biggie a bigger name than he Biggie is. Biggie makes me laugh so hard, which is so ludicrous. But then Chad Gable, for real, this was a shoot that he is. He has a master's degree now from Full yeah. Sail University, and he now calls himself like the Master Chad Gable. Genius. And he has this match with Finn Balor. He loses, but he. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I feel like they've dropped the ball with Chad Gable a lot. Because I think he has so much charisma. They dropped the ball with Chad Gable way, way, way back when. When Kurt Angle was here and Kurt Angle had a fake son on wrestling. And for some reason, it wasn't Chad Gable. It was his partner at the time. What a disaster. Jason Jordan. But it doesn't make any sense because Chad Gable literally looks like (laughs) Kurt Angle. Like they had the same outfit. I was so mad about that. Both partook in the Olympics. It literally went downhill from there. I love Chad Gable, man. And we also had Damian Priest and T-Bar in a no disqualification match. Damian Priest is doing this, like, He's Jekyll now. Hyde thing. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. I just... He's insane. And I'll tell you what, that um, that table spot. Yo. Damian Priest chokeslams Dominic... Or I keep saying Dominic Dijakovic as if he's not T-Bar. But he gets chokeslammed into this table. And that table exploded. Yeah, that's the only way to say that. that what happened to that table. That was wild. That table didn't just break. That thing straight up exploded. It was like they saw the Britt Baker and, uh, remember when Britt Baker and, I forget who it was, couldn't break the table? Oh, yeah. It's like Abaddon? They, was that the Abaddon match? I think so. It's like WWE watched that and we're like, let's just go get a graham crackers t- table. <laughs> yes. That thing exploded like it was just a bunch of graham crackers. Uh, and then we got Raw, or SmackDown. SmackDown with Roman Reigns, who is back. Yeah, he is never going to take a vacation again. Last time well, look he what went, happened. Last time he went away for a week, he got Jimmy yelling at him for going away for a week. This time he goes away for a week and the Usos lose. But the way that Paul, or not Paul, the way that Roman just talks to everybody now, like this man has improved so much on the mic over the years. He's comfortable. We've yes. talked about it I mean, so many times. Yes, I mean, we've talked about times. it so many times. But he calls out Paul Heyman and he's like, you know, what happened last week and he's talking about the usos losing and then he wants jimmy to make it right he's going to go against one of the new day guys and the new day comes out with a fantastic promo xavier woods or king woods killing it boy the best king face killing it i've ever seen in my life i love it i love everything about it and he says that he will go against a young james uso and i'm sorry they weren't even calling him uso they were calling him uso james uso young james Uso, and if jimmy wins then woods will acknowledge the tribal chief but if woods wins then jimmy has to bend the knee hilarious and that's old school wrestling yes right there. that is yes. old school wrestling and the usos are no 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 way no one's bending the knee over here i mean you're sitting there like mm, they better talk to roman because roman, roman is, is not ready. roman is not agreeing with them and sure enough he takes the mic from one of the guys and he says the bloodline accepts love it Amazing. I, love I loved the, that. The Usos get no choice. 
they are they are a part of the bloodline, but they are the lackeys. Yes. Roman decides yes. how this all goes. And that's one of the things that he was mad about because this match happened last week and he did not make the decision on whether or not that match was happening last week. Yes. So later in a backstage promo, Roman's saying he takes one week off. I have one vacation. And, and they Smackdown make Smackdown sucks. look He's, bad. No, he said he misses one Smackdown and, and Smackdown sucks. And Hilarious. he said now it's almost as bad as Raw, which... Yeah, he's I'll tell not, you what, SmackDown was not great last week. No. It, it was better this week. It, yes. So this is hilarious, but Roman is not happy. He's great at showing how mad he is. Later, the New Day have a backstage promo with Kayla, and they just kept calling Jimmy Jiminy. Jiminy Yuso the left. Yep. Amazing. Amazing. These men are hilarious, and they're everything that you need in the sports entertainment aspect of the pro wrestling world. And later, we have King Woods versus Jimmy Uso, and Woods has a whole new entrance. I said last week that, and I don't know if it was on the podcast or if it was just like a conversation that we had, that I was worried that they were going to take the New Day theme song away. Yeah. And they did, but it was fire. It was so good. Woods got his own theme. It's not a garbage king yes. theme, which was my biggest fear. No, this was... was they were going to do what they did to Baron Corbin's awesome entrance. No, this was a banger. This was so good. I do hope that they keep the New Day entrance for when they do tag team things. No, you know what they need to do? What? They need to save it for when they can team with Big E again. Because <laughs> Kofi is now coming out with, uh, with Woods because mm-hmm. he is the hand of the king. It's like it's not even a tag team right now. It's yeah. Woods is your singles star. Yes. Kofi is the hand of the king, and I love that for Woods because Me too. he's getting that single shine mm-hmm. that he always had in him, and he gets the win. Yeah. And while Jiminy Uso is about to bend the knee, but this was he only got the win because Jay Uso interfered. Well, I mean, not only got the win because I think. King Woods was going to win anyway, but Jay Uso got involved, and then the ref, like Jimmy, was yelling at the ref because the ref saw it, and Woods was like, eh, "This is my time." takes it takes advantage of it, gets the win here, and it was just, oh, it was perfect. Jimmy's about to go down. It took a long ass time to get down on that knee. Yeah, Jimmy is about to bend the knee to Woods, and Roman is out of nowhere and gets the super punch in, and the bloodline just beats the shit out of the knee. Yo, he knocked that crown right off of his head. And we kept saying, like, we're like, he's not going to go down. He's on his knee. Like, he is definitely not going to bend the knee here. And you're like, no, before he even goes all the way down, he's going to come up and just kick that crown right off his head. Like, he keeps saying. That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, here's this Superman punch, and the crown goes flying off his head, and then uh, the new day just got destroyed. Yeah, they basically tried to kill Kofi. Yeah, it was was bad. They They got the shit beat out of them. Yeah, it, it feels like we're not even really lining anyone up for Roman right now. Yeah. Unless it's just like a New Day Roman feud. But if this is the setup for Survivor Series, that we're going to get the Raw champion versus the SmackDown champion. It would make sense. This works perfectly fine. Yes. We have all of the New Day versus all of the Bloodline in a feud of some sort. I would prefer if we can get that three on three. Yeah. I would much prefer a Big E Roman singles match, mm-hmm. or I, I would much prefer the New Day versus the Bloodline to a Big E versus Roman one-on-one match. Mm-hmm. And I think this all can line up perfectly to where you say like Kofi Kingston's out, whatever his knee is broken, whatever. <laughs> 
and they just beat up Woods next week, and then we set up for the Survivor Series match. And it should be... I mean, the New Day and the Usos have so much history on Oh, my God. They're so amazing together. And now that you have... I mean, they're all elevated to such a different yes. degree at this point. And Big E is the champion. Let's just, let's do it. Let's do the three-on-three and have that be our Survivor Series match. I think that would be amazing. We should definitely do that. It's kind of better than these open challenges that Drew McIntyre is just doing. Like, I like seeing Drew McIntyre versus people he doesn't really go against. So it's nice that he's coming out and he's active on SmackDown. He's not just going to get lost in the shuffle. He's doing these open challenges. He still has his sword. Yeah. There's that. But then Ricochet comes out. Yeah, like, we're doing it again of, like, it's, I don't, Drew McIntyre is in a holding pattern. Yeah. This is, let's keep Drew busy, let's get him on TV every week, because when we get past Survivor Series, he is the next guy in line for Roman. Yeah, that makes sense. And, I mean, we're just going to have Drew just squash random people. I would prefer if we could get back to, like, random NXT call-ups, like when John Cena had his open challenge that was bomb as shit like five years ago. Yeah. And that's when we had, like, Sami Zayn debut, Mm -hmm. Kevin Owens' awesome debut. But instead, we get Ricochet. And Ricochet loses, obviously. Awesome Claymore. Yes. Off of, like, a moonsault. That was crazy. Which, like, it reminded me of when Adam Cole did that to Ricochet. Did the super kick off, like, the springboard moonsault. Incredible. Ricochet is great at taking these random kicks to the face. Well, yeah, because he's so, like, flippy. So he just makes everything look so... Like, all of those moves where he's mid-air and getting just kicked in the face or hit or anything, he can just maneuver his body to just make it look so beautifully and flawless, you know? It's amazing. It really is. But he loses, so... And then we got uh, Happy Talk, Happy Corner, Mad Cat Moss, announced the Viking Raiders... (sighs) Who cares? Nobody cares about it. Hit Row was very, like... So Listen, Hit Row's great. And they make fun of Sami Zayn during this whole segment. Yeah, which made me sad. I love Sami. (laughs) But it was just, it was weird, man. It It was a very weird segment. We don't... WWE just treats us like we haven't watched the week prior. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. And I just, I don't appreciate it because, like, where's BFAB? Yeah. Like, we know she got released. That's the thing. They just... She was Changed. on SmackDown last week. Last week she was there, and they just completely take her out, and then there's still, like, Sami Zayn is still, like, kind of singing her part in it, and then, like, when he's, like, trying to talk to them backstage, and then they're playing their music, and we realize that B-Fab's part is no longer in their music, so they just erase B-Fab. Yeah, completely erase B-Fab. We still don't have a reason for why Naomi and uh, Sony Deville hate each other. Or at least why Sonya Deville hates Yeah, we know why Naomi. Naomi hates Sonya. It's just like a why do you hate me type deal. It's so dumb. I hate all of this. They Sonya, Naomi wins this match against Shayna Baszler, and then Sonya comes out and restarts it. And then, of course, Shayna wins. I hate it. All of it. Feel bad for Shayna. Same. I love Shayna Baszler. I like the Los Lotharios. Yes. Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo, who have lost their they last lost names. They lost their last names, uh, They're yeah. now just Humberto and Angel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like them as a tag team. I think that's at least something interesting. Mansoor and Cesaro that was being so the weird. team that they faced was horrible. The whole time I was like, where's Ali? And then he was backstage. It was well, so... Yeah, Cesaro got a swing in, so that was nice just to see Cesaro do work like yeah. he always does. I miss Cesaro just being like an important person. And then Shotzi Blackheart, a pretty solid backstage promo. 
Yeah. About how she's calling her shots and mm-hmm. she, you know, they're, she doesn't, I guess they're not going to have the tank with her anymore, which I hate. Yeah, because she said she could, like, she's going to beat Sasha Banks. That's what she keeps saying, like, because her and Sasha had that beef last week. And she said she's going to beat her and she's going to beat anybody and she's going to run over anybody that gets in her way and she can do that without a tank. So they're taking her tank away from her and I'm not thrilled. There's something about Shotzi that I didn't quite really like in NXT, but I think, like, her confidence yeah. already kind of mm-hmm. just just flows out of her like, yeah. in this backstage promo, and I really liked it, and I like that we're actually doing some new faces. We also had Aaliyah yeah, kind of just be backstage. On the other end of the backstage promo, like, we had this great backstage promo with Shotzi where it was like, damn, this girl got confident. She's a real HBIC. She's coming in. She's going to beat Sasha Banks. And then we have Aaliyah's backstage promo. Who's just this cute, like, she doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, like, Why she's are you just, guys fighting? Like, talking to Jeff Hardy. And then... She goes yeah, and Sammy starts Zane. talking to Sami Zayn, and Sami Zayn's a fucking weirdo, so she, he's just running his mouth, and she's all confused, and Jeff's like, welcome to SmackDown! What? I don't know, man. What? It was weird. But you know so what? So weird. Aaliyah is on the SmackDown women's team for Survivor Series. Yeah, which let's we'll talk get about Survivor Series. Women's tag teams, well, both teams got announced, so we mm-hmm. are doing our classic 5v5 Survivor Series elimination matches. Raw will have Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens... And the Mysterios, mm-hmm. Ray and Dominic. Weird choices. It's so strange. Um, first of all, stacked with Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, and Kevin Owens. Yeah. And then random Mysterio entries. Yeah, they got to like kind of even it out, I guess. SmackDown gets Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Woods, Sami Zayn, Happy Corbin, which I guess messes my idea of the New Day verse. The Bloodline up if King Woods is going to be in this match instead. So, um yeah, that that means sad. to me, Kofi Kingston's probably going to be written off TV after like that beatdown. Yeah, and then we're just going to get Big E versus Roman. Uh, but out of this, what do you? Who do you think is going to come out of it? Raw or SmackDown? Um, I mean, looking at it, it probably should be Raw because they have. It's either going to be Raw wins with like two or three people left, or Drew McIntyre's your sole survivor on SmackDown. Uh, because the, Smack, the SmackDown team is just weird to me, Drew. McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Woods, Sami Zayn, Happy Corbin. I think Happy Corbin probably goes out early. The Mysterios probably go out early. I would say, like, I could see Seth and Kevin Owens both finishing, like, and being fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I would take Raw in this match. We're going to see a, a little mini Kevin Sammy in here. And if we don't, That's I'll, nice. I'll yeah. riot. That's a fun little wrinkle to that. Um, and then we also have the women's teams were announced. Raw has Bianca Belair. Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, Zelina Vega. Interesting choices, sure. Yeah. Um, and for the SmackDown side, Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, Natalia, Aaliyah. I do not understand a couple things here. You know, I typed these notes out, and I still didn't realize Natalia was on this list. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I don't, I don't mind Natalia. That's <laughs> no, not a problem. No, I honestly, I think SmackDown's gonna SmackDown Women is gonna take this. Why are Sasha and Shayna, or I'm sorry, why are Sasha and Shotzi not facing each other? Yeah. yeah. Like, is 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 Survivor Series really just completely Raw versus SmackDown? Yeah. I guess that's the that's way what we're I going. Gonna happen. Oh, but you know what? Now Shotzi's I- going to be the reason why Sasha gets eliminated. Yeah, I was just thinking that too. So I'm gonna pick Raw here. Uh, right now, at least. Yeah, it's, like, it's weird that Raw has Rhea Ripley, not Nikki Cross. Mm-hmm. And I thought the SmackDown, the Women's Tag Team Champions do both shows, correct? 
So why would one half of the women's tag team champions be on Raw? The the choices were weird. Aaliyah, good for her. Just yeah. straight up, she'll probably be the first one eliminated, but at least she'll get some like time in the ring because I don't think we've seen her wrestle since she debuted. Yeah, I don't think so either. She's just I like seen her. being cute backstage. Yeah. That's literally what she's here for right now. It's funny, like, looking at this, SmackDown I do think would be the winners if they have their shit together. But with Sasha Banks and, and can they Shotzi... <laughs> but, like, with, no, really, though, as cliche as that sounds, can, like... Can, can Kevin Owens... Can Kevin Owens... <laughs> can Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins coexist on the Raw side? Yeah, I don't know. This is going to be interesting. I, I like Survivor Series. I like the bash like that. I think it's fun. Uh, we, I don't remember when Survivor Series is, but we have a lot more. I think it's in the next three weeks. We have a lot more to, to learn of well, we have, what's on that card. We have a much bigger pay-per-view yeah, coming we up. we do. Next weekend. At least in terms of what's already announced. Yeah. Because AEW Full Gear is going to bang. It's going to be so The card good. is stacked. We'll go over the full card once we're done talking about Dynamite and Raw. We'll kick off Dynamite with the fact that Kenny Omega... I'm sorry, Dynamite and Rampage. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, uh, something's not right here. <laughs> yeah, we're done with Raw. We're, we're done, done talking Raw. about that today. So done with Raw. Kevin, Kenny Omega is going to kick off Dynamite in singles competition. Yeah. Versus the Dark Order's Allen Angels, five. Mm-hmm. Okay? Kenny Omega wins. Of I course. know everybody listening is surprised <laughs> that the champion wins here. But, yeah, Kenny Omega gets the win, obviously, and... We also, I mean, the biggest thing that happened to me... Yeah, I agree with this. At least this segment-wise, is you had Adam Page show up. Mm-hmm. And pretty much, he is. I think it was the first time he's ever actually held the AEW World Championship. Mm-hmm. And he picks it up, picks up the microphone, looks at Kenny Omega and says, you've got 10 days. Yeah. And that's it. And then that was the segment. Yeah, it was great. Just short, sweet, to the point, and that sold the match. Mm-hmm. It's already been sold for two years now, but I love just that. Like, we didn't need a long promo. No. Sometimes just all you need is, like, five words or mm-hmm. four words. Uh, I loved that. And then you had CM Punk coming out. With a long promo. It was a very long promo. But also amazing. And he talked about how he's proud of John Moxley. Yeah. Everybody should be proud of John Moxley. This and man is getting the help that he needed. Everybody should be proud of him. Absolutely. Like if you're upset that John Moxley is gone from you wrestling. You can literally go fuck yourself. You yeah, you don't like that's it. You don't get what's important. Yes, exactly. Like literally last week we talked about John Moxley had one of my favorite promos in a while. Mm-hmm. He was talking about the Eliminator tournament and how wrestling Oh my god, this like, knowing yeah, that it he hits harder went, now. Yes. It absolutely hits yes. harder now. If you want to go back and watch that promo now, because he's talking about how... <laughs> <laughs> I will cry right now. It hits way harder now. Well, he was talking about how wrestling just doesn't matter as much anymore to him. Because yeah. the only thing he cares about is going home in one piece to his daughter. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately for everybody else, that means that he has to beat them up. Yeah. And he has to hurt people. And if that's what it takes to get home, he'll do it. And now he's out of this tournament... Mm-hmm. He's out of wrestling for now mm-hmm. um, to get better, and CM Punk comes out to acknowledge that, and you know does the whole like if you need help, reach out to somebody. Yeah, 
and then just starts going in on Eddie Kingston. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he, listen, he came out and said, I got two men to talk about. And the first one, and went in about John Moxley. And then he had a beautiful transition into, and that brings me to the second one, Eddie Kingston. And then Eddie Kingston comes out fuming. Well, I think we're, we might be mixing a couple things up here. Because I think this happened on... So, we had the Eddie Kingston and Brian Danielson match for the AEW uh, tournament, mm-hmm. right? And last week, I think it was, that Eddie Kingston interrupted CM Punk's yes. backstage interview. Okay, that's what this was. I, we're not mixing up shows. But last week, Eddie Kingston interrupts CM Punk. CM Punk is pissed about this because mm-hmm. he wanted to talk to the people. Yes. CM Punk is a man of the people, and Eddie Kingston robbed him of that moment. And CM Punk is down here. He wants Eddie Kingston to apologize. And I don't... When Eddie Kingston came out, he did the opposite of apologize. Well, yeah. So <laughs> Eddie Kingston comes out, and he is hot. And he, he is does. coming out. He doesn't even have his music. And he's ready to just go in on CM mm-hmm. Punk and pull in the whole, who are you? Who are you? And starts He's like, nobody up, even wanted you to come back. <laughs> yeah, he starts bringing up how, you know, he thought CM Punk judged him back 20 years ago in mm-hmm. Ring of Honor with Samoa Joe and with Homicide and Brian Danielson. And he starts... I mean, name-dropping all these people. And, I mean, it ends up with these two are going to just absolutely brawl because CM Punk starts taking some digs at Eddie Kingston, starts talking about how he never lived up to the potential that Eddie Kings- that he thought Eddie Kingston had. Mm-hmm. And Eddie Kingston challenges him to full gear. CM Punk says he's not on the level of full gear. Yeah. And that they should do this match on elevation or dark, which gets, you know, some oohs mm-hmm. uh, from the crowd. Eventually, he accepts, obviously, and that... Yeah, after they had to get pulled apart. Yes. We're going to get CM Punk and Eddie Kingston at full gear, which continues to just get more and more stacked as we go. Yeah, for sure. I mean, AEW knows how to book a card. Yeah, and I mean, they took what could have been a giant blow, Mm -hmm. losing Jon Moxley, and they've turned it into a pretty dope positive. Oh, yeah. Because... The man that will now be facing Brian Danielson at full gear mm-hmm. in the finals of this Eliminator tournament is Miro. Yeah, they just put Miro right against Orange Cassidy, and Miro wins. Surprise. And uh, also going to be a great match. Like, yeah. Was I looking forward to John Moxley versus Brian Danielson? Absolutely. Do I care that Miro takes his place? No, I'm no. just as excited. That uh, match is going know, to I'm be, not just as excited, I'm but I'm worried. still excited. I'm worried for Brian Danielson. Me too. Because this guy goes so hard, and him and Miro yes. are going to beat the shit out of each other. I expect Brian Danielson to win. Mm-hmm. And I do too. But it's a great spot for Miro right now. He's yeah. kind of just been he's been doing these backstage set, uh, these like vignettes about how his god has turned on him and he only cares about his wife and his god. Like, what, at what point is his wife going to pop up? It's weird that she hasn't already. It's very strange. And, like, that's been on the card a few times where it's like, is she, like, for extra points, like, do yeah. you think Lana's coming? And like, I think she will eventually. She yeah. has to. I mean, he keeps talking about exactly. her. Exactly. And it's not like, we know, it's not a mystery woman. Yeah, we know, we know who we his know wife who is. is. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for that match. What was What was up next? I'm the most excited for MJF versus Darby Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Because MJF is... MJF's been putting in work for this. Yo, I was, I've was. i said it before. He's carried this feud. He's on a different level. Yeah. He is just on a completely different level. I read an article the other day about him being the top five heel out of any company. 
Like, he's in the top uh, five. I would believe that, 100%. Yeah. I, I literally saw that. I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to read this article. It He's incredible. And he comes out, and he's talking shit on Darby Allen. Sting comes out with other Stings, like, people dressed as Sting. It was very weird. And then Spears comes out. All the rest of them guys come out. They all fight. Darby and MJF start fighting. It's a, it's a total brawl. And it ends up with, I mean, MJF, yeah, MJF and Darby, Darby Allen just start brawling through the crowd. And MJF eventually runs away. Mm-hmm. He's over it. He's yep. done with it. But his promo prior to this brawl breaking out mm-hmm. about, I mean, he is complimentary of Darby Allen in this promo about how he and Darby are pillars mm-hmm. of this company and that everybody else was kind of shitting their pants when they signed Brian Danielson and CM Punk and Adam Cole, but they weren't because mm-hmm. they know that this company is nothing without them. Mm-hmm. And, like, the whole time that this feud's been going on, MJF's, one, been carrying it because Darby's barely been on the shows, I feel like. Yeah, but he, just, he just, like, sits there quietly or he gets the shit beat out of him. Exactly. And MJF has been complimentary of Darby this whole time. Like, he's called Darby a, a future legend and a star. I agree with that. I love Darby Allen like, so much. MJF, it's, it's so important for heels to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Because... Like, if you're constantly lying, we're just going to be like, okay, you're, you're full of shit. Yeah, like, exactly. Because, like, we know the truth. We can watch it. We know who the pillars of AEW are. Yes. You can't, you cannot say that Darby Allen is not one of them. Absolutely. And and MJF has been truthful about that. Yes. But his whole thing is that he is better than you. Mm-hmm. And you know it. And I can't wait for that match. Um, I would pick MJF to win, personally, because I just don't. I'm not a big, as big a Darby yeah, fan I'm as you Yeah, I'm going to pick Darby, Darby Allen. I'm going to. He's going to start falling under that category of wrestlers to me that, like, it does not matter who they're going against. I'm always going to pick them. He's going to fall under that. John Moxley's there. Randy Orton is there. Finn Balor is there. Honestly, Sami Zayn is there. But Darby Allen's making that list. I love this man. I think he just has... I love the way that CM Punk put it. Where he was like, you're who I would have looked up to as a kid. And I like he falls under that CM Punk category for me. Like, he's on that path. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, I've said before I just, that like, see it, and I love it, and I want to support him from the beginning. He's got a very Jeff Hardy vibe to him. Yes. And, and like, I was a huge you know Jeff Hardy fan as a kid. I'm obsessed with Jeff Hardy. And I think that I would have been a Darby fan. Yeah. If Darby was around. I just don't see it So it's so it weird now. that you... Know. It's because, like... It's because MJF is here, and I like yes, MJF way yeah, more. Yeah, And I want MJF to win. I want MJF to challenge for the AEW World Championship and be the one to take it off Hangman. But I mean, we, that but would that's, be fun. Yeah, but yeah that's, we're going down the, down yeah. the line, though. I want Darby Allen to win, so I hope he does. Let's just jump right into Rampage, where we have Brian Danielson open the show, and he comes out, and then Anthony Bowens comes out talking all shit on Brian Danielson's well, Max family. Caster, Max Caster was the one rapping. Anthony Bowens is the one that Brian Danielson's going to face here. Yes, but he comes out talking shit on Brian Danielson's family. Yes. He literally said, like, something about Bree's reality show and then talks about how he is going to end careers like Brian's father-in-law. Yeah, Max Caster has not been one to pull punches. This was the day after the releases. Yeah. So, I mean, he's gotten in trouble before. With some of the things, yeah, but he's sometimes said. AEW, I always think like they're allowed to say things that just like you didn't, you don't think that they're allowed to say. Well, here's the thing: this we know because Tony Khan has said it. Because Max Caster got in trouble 
a few months ago with mm-hmm. something that he said, I think about Julia Hart. And Tony Khan was like, from now on, I'm going to be screening pretty much everything Max Caster says. Why doesn't he do that to MJF? Well, you know what? Never mind. I think he probably just trusts MJF more because MJF hasn't fucked it up yet. Also, I don't think MJF is scripted. No. He's, no. Yeah. MJF is way too, all like, he is the gimmick 100%. Yeah. He is that way in interviews. He doesn't mm-hmm. drop that. That's really besides the point because either way, Brian Danielson gets this win. And he defeats Anthony Bowens to kick off Rampage. And, I mean, he's primed right now to be the next challenger for whoever is your AEW champion. So then for this tournament, do you think that Brian Danielson is going to be the outcome, the winner of this championship? Yeah, I think it's really your only option. I just, I don't think Miro is in that spot. I feel like if you're Tony Khan and you're you're trying to decide who's next in line. Mm-hmm. You want it to be the person that's going to bring the most eyes to your product. Yeah. And that person is either, it's one of three people. It's either CM Punk, Brian Danielson, or John Moxley. Mm-hmm. John Moxley's out of the running. Yeah. CM Punk, apparently, is just other shit to do. Yeah, he's doing other shit. Brian Danielson's in this tournament for a reason. And I think that reason is he's next in line. Yeah. That's, I mean, that'll be great. We have CM Punk and Eddie Kingston, Eddie Kingston just rip each other apart for a while. We have Brian Danielson win this tournament, and we go from there. Uh, we also have that other tournament, the TBS Championship Tournament. We had the Bunny versus Red Velvet, where Red Velvet takes this win and advances to the next round. I know our favorite wrestler lost. I do not care about her. We both are big fans of the Bunny. No, we're not. But... You know, it's 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 a tough loss for her, but we do get a red velvet victory, yes. which I believe sets her up to face Jade Cargill yes. next, which who size Jesus. advantage? Jesus, it's going to be. I I want her to just take that tournament. Yeah, I'm on record. I have Jade yeah. Cargill winning this tournament. I mm-hmm. think she's your best bet. Yeah, I agree with that. I do need the matches to be short. I don't <laughs> I don't want her going with these long matches. But either way, I think she is the perfect person to get that win. We had Jamie Hayter also move on in this tournament yeah, uh, with a win over Anna Jay with some help from Britt Baker and Rebel. But yeah, I like that tournament in general. And we won't actually know who's going to be in the finals of that tournament until this coming week on Dynamite. We still have two matches left, I think. And no, we still have like the whole second round. This this tournament's going to go past full gear, I believe. Oh, I thought it was ending at full gear. No, I think Because it's the go finals... Past it. Because we don't, we haven't even had the first real round of this tournament. Because you still have Jade Cargill, who hasn't had anybody. Yes. You had, you had your first round buys. Yes. So Nyla Rose, Jade Cargill, mm-hmm. Thunder Rosa, yes. and somebody else that I'm missing, they haven't even wrestled yet. So we have still the whole semifinals to go. Yeah, I think it's four matches we have to go. Yeah, we 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 have yeah. a while. I think this is gonna. I think they said they wanted to crown the first champion on the first TBS show, which I think is in January. Oh, so we have, so we have a while. We to have go. some time. Well, then we also had Adam Cole versus John Silver, where Adam Cole wins. I don't understand this budge thing. I don't care either. <laughs> Please don't start explaining <laughs> it, it to me. It was a fun. Time. Nobody needs to explain it to me. I don't care. It was um, he's Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. Leave him as that. And let's get into full gear. We have the card as of now. Full gear is set up for Saturday, November thirteenth. And I assume most of this card is announced. We'll get some random things probably thrown in there. But, I mean, we have the uh, finals of the AEW title 
a Eliminator Tournament, which is Brian Danielson versus Miro. CM Punk and Eddie Kingston, which we talked about. They'll go head-to-head. The Inner Circle versus the Men of the Year, which we have not really covered on this podcast because I don't care about it. Yeah, it's and happening. And we've, we've talked about why we don't care about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is the Inner Circle versus the Men of the Year and American Top Team with Dan Lambert, yes. who is also going to be in this match, mm-hmm. apparently. Um, Darby Allen and MJF. The Lucha Brothers will face FTR. Britt Baker defends her title against Ty Conti. And then the headliner of mm-hmm. this entire tournament, the two years in the making story of Kenny Omega versus Hangman Adam Page for your AEW World Championship. And, I mean, just so far with what we have, this card is amazing. Yeah, and the, uh, we have one more Dynamite and one more Rampage before this pay-per-view on Saturday, so they very well could add another match or two in there. I think we definitely get a Christian Cage versus Adam Cole. Uh, there was a little, there was a beatdown that Christian Cage gave Adam Cole a concerto on the stage this past week. Yes. I think that is an easy setup mm-hmm. for that match. Um, I'm sure there will be something with Jungle Boy and uh, we might get Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus the Young Bucks. I could see as well again. Um, But yeah, this match, this card is Saturday, November 13th. So about a week from today, basically, it's going to be the culmination of a very long story. Yes. And we will have a bonus episode up for that so that we can cover all of AEW and that pay-per-view all in one shot. So make sure that you're following us everywhere at HeBookSheBook. And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, guys.